All right, good evening and welcome to the season finale of the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter Podcast. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea. All right, it has come to this. So the season has ended. It ended on Sunday with the Red Sox finishing with a 24-36 and record, last place in the division. Yeah, the season is over. Right now, we got the Rays and Blue Jays game. But I'm, yeah, probably going to turn it over to the Indians and Yankees game in a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Probably wait until after this one is over. Yeah, the Rays are up 1-0 right now in the top in the top of the six. Blake Snell just went out, came out of the game. Yeah, so, man, he only gave up one hit. Wow. Man, Blake Snell was carving people up. Huh. All right. So, we got stats. Go over. All right. This is all via from uh, baseballreference.com. So, yeah, this is much credible. All right. All right. So, go go up. No. What are you doing? No. No. I don't want your ads. All right. Okay. So, Christian Vasquez uh, went, or uh, Christian Vasquez went uh, 49, 49 and uh, 173 in the season. He uh, scored. 22 runs, uh, had seven home run. All right, hold on. Seven home runs, 36 or 23 RBIs, uh, walked 16 times and struck out 48 times. And his batting average was a 283. Michael Chavis was a uh, 31 of 146. He uh, had five home runs, scored uh, 16 runs, had uh, 19 RBIs. See. Walked eight times and struck out 50 and finished the season off with a 212 batting average. Jose Peraza, he finished the year with a 25 and 111 record. See, one home run, uh, 13 runs, eight RBIs, five walks, and struck out 18 times and left the game and uh, finished the season with a 225 batting average. Xander Bo- or uh, Xander Bogarts ha- was sixty-one of one hundred and twenty-three or one hundred or two hundred and three. He scored or hit eleven home runs, thirty-six RBIs or thirty-six runs, twenty-eight RBIs, walked twenty-one times, struck out forty-one times, and finished the year off with a three hundred batting average. All right, Rafael Devers was sixty-one of a- of two hundred and thirty-two. He had 11 home runs, uh, 32 run, scored 32 runs, uh, had 43 RBIs, 13 walks, struck out 67 times, and finished the year off with a 236 or 63 batting, batting average. All right. Andrew Benatendi was 4 of 39. He had zero home runs, four, scored four runs, had one RBI, Walked 11 times, struck out 17 times, and finished the year off with a 103 batting average. Jackie Bradley Jr. He had a uh, he was a 
54 of 191. He had seven home runs. He scored uh, 31 or 32 runs. He had 22 RBIs, uh, 23 walks, struck out 48 times, and left the game or uh, finished the year off with a 283 batting average. Should we go over it? I don't know. Maybe we just go over the ERA. I mean, this is kind of getting boring, and like I feel like this might take a while. So these stats. All right, all right. So start over. So let's see. Christian Vasquez had a two hundred eighty-three batting average. Uh, Michael Chavis had two hundred twelve batting average. Uh, Jose Peraza had a two hundred twenty-five batting average. Xander Bogart three hundred. Uh, Rafael Devers two hundred sixty-three. Uh, Andrew Benatini, 103. All right, so Jackie Bradley Jr., 283. Alex Verdugo had a 300 batting average, so, yeah. And then uh, J.D. Martinez had a 213 batting average. Kevin Pillar had a 274 batting average. Uh, Bobby Dahlback had a 263 bat, or batting average. Kevin Pawecki had a 341 batting average. Uh, Jonathan Alaruz had a uh, 250 batting average. Mitch Moreland had a 328 batting average. Zuway Lynn had a 153 batting average. Christian Arroyo had a 240 batting average. Right. Jaro Munoz had a 333 batting average. Cesar, Cesar uh, Palo had a 375 batting average. And Debbie uh, Gerland had a 300 uh, batting average. 333 batting average. And then there you have uh, Jonathan Lucroy, Ryan Brazier, and um, Marcus uh, or uh, Marcus Walden, but they did not get bats whatsoever, so they're uh, at bats, or they don't have batting average. So pitching, ERA, so Mar- so your starters, uh, Martin Perez had a uh, 400 or 4.50 bat- or ERA. Nathan Ubaldi had 372 bet or ERA. Chris Mazza had a 482 ERA, 480 or 4.8, 4, 4.80 ERA. Zach Galley had an 8.16 ERA. All right, and then Matt Barnes had a 430 or 4.30 ERA. A uh, Ryan Weber had a 4.40 ERA. Phil Valdez had a 4. Or three points twenty six ERA. Ryan Brazier had a three point ninety six ERA. Austin Bryce had a three five point ninety five ERA. And let's see, uh, Colton Brewer or Colton Brewer, Colton Brewer had a uh, five point or five point sixty one ERA. Jeffrey Springs seven point eight. Tanner Houck zero point zero point fifty three. Josh Ochich had a 5.74. Dylan Covey had a 707 or 7.70 or 7.07. All right. Mike Kickham had a uh, 7.71. Robert Stock had a uh, 4.73. Marcus Walden had a 9.95 or 45. Kyle Hart had a uh, 15.55. Nick Pavetta had a 1.80. Heath Henry had a 5.59. Uh, 
Matt Hall had an 18.69. Uh, Darnson Hernandez had 2.16. Andrew Chiggs had a uh, 4.50. All right. Uh, Josh Taylor had a 9.82. Brandon Workman had a 4.05 or 4.05. Robinson Lear had a 21.21 ERA. Domingo Tapia had a uh, 2.08 ERA. Sue Lin had a 27.00 ERA. Uh, Kevin Plucky had a 0.00 ERA. And then uh, uh, Jose Peraza had a 27.00 ERA. All right. So those are the stats. Yeah, I think in the future we'll just do that. We'll just go over batting. Who has everybody's batting average and everybody's ERA pitchers? Yeah, pitchers and batters. Yeah, we'll just do that. I mean, rattling out the stats. I mean, at this point, I just want to get this uh, season finale uh, recorded and stuff like that so we can start watching games. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, basically from the demoralizing pitching and slow offense that this wasn't really a great season. The offense started to pick up at the end, but it was a little bit little. It was too little too late kind of deal. Yeah, I feel like at this point. By possibly um, early August, it looked like the season was done. I feel like all you just had to do was just tank and just get the number one draft pick, which we did not get. We ended up getting the number four pick because Pittsburgh and Texas were both terrible, and the Arizona Diamondbacks were also terrible, too. So we couldn't compete with that. And also, we kind of started winning at the end, too, which didn't really help Red Sox chances. I am really excited for the future, though. I am excited for someone like a Tanner Howe to be in the pitching rotation, the starting rotation. That would actually be neat. After the three starts that he had, this uh, um, the final se- or final end of the season, basically, just the way he pitched and the way he conducted himself. He's like a younger Chris Sale. He really is. Yeah, I'm really excited to kind of see him in the starting rotation. Next year, you'll have Sale back. You'll have Erod back. You'll have Ebaldi, Martin Perez if we re-sign him, and Tanner Howe. That's a good starting rotation. I like that starting rotation. Yeah. Is it the best? Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Kind of too too early to tell. Too early to tell. Yeah. But still. Yeah. And you also kind of take into consideration too what's going to happen to JBJ. Will he walk free agency? Will we trade someone like Andrew Benintendi? Will J.D. Martinez, will he want to stay? Which is kind of looking like a, an interview that he did just recently that it's looking like he really wants to stay. So it's more likely that he might not want to opt out. So, yeah, so he might want to stay and opt in in Boston. So very good if that's the case. Yeah. So hopefully he does opt in because that would be great if he stays in Boston. So it's kind of neat. So, yeah, so not the season we are looking for, but you know what? If this was the, if this was going to be the worst season in Red Sox history, you might as well want to, yeah, you might as well want to basically uh, do it this year, yeah, and basically a sixty-game season have this be the worst year in Red Sox history, yeah. so people will forget about it. 
Yeah, so what we plan on doing in the future, um, as I said, we're going to do possibly individual game, post-game, or uh, post-game shows. Kind of like what I do for my Celtics podcast, but it's probably going to be an every night kind of thing. We might go over scores from around the league, maybe some standings. I'm not sure. We might not think about doing that. We might just do scores. Yeah. Maybe a, like um, maybe like a Sunday episode. We might do standings. Might be better than doing that. What I'll think about. We have an entire offseason to think about it. The real test is what we're going to do with the the World Series. Like we're going to do individual post game shows of the World Series. We're going to do that to kind of see get us like familiarized with what we might be planning on doing for post game shows and stuff like that. So we might be doing that. Not really sure. We might be doing that. Yeah. So yeah. So hey guys, thank you so much for sticking by with me this off season, especially during the COVID stuff. Just yeah, thank you for uh, just sticking by and just like making this like kind of a fun season to kind of start recording a podcast, even though it wasn't really the greatest season in Red Sox history. It was still kind of fun kind of recording podcasts every day and stuff like that, or well recording or podcasts and stuff like that. It was pretty neat doing it. So yeah. So thank you to all our listeners. Thank you for the support all for the year or for this entire season. Yeah. I know it's been difficult. Like, Kind of watching some of these games, but you kind of did expect it. So, yeah. So, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And hopefully, next year will be a fun season to the point where, like, we are having fun recording podcasts and stuff like that, or recording and recording podcasts and having fun. Yeah. Have seen the Red Sox win games. Yeah. So, thank you. All right. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving me this opportunity to share and keep doing what I love. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five-star review if you can. Follow the show on, or well, follow me on Twitter at junkyarddog underscore nine two. DM me if you want to, so we can put that on, put that in the end of the, every episode. Then follow the Instagram page at Socks Illinois. And then follow the show on Spotify, Apple, Google, Breaker, Overcast, Pocketcast, Radio Public, and Podbean. Or wherever you get your podcast from, doesn't matter to us. We want to end this show with uh, kind of like a Owen Lang Zine kind of song. Kind of like Celtic, Irish, uh, Scottish song called The Parting Glass. We want to do that every uh, season finale up until this point. So, yeah. Without further ado... I feel like that about do it. See you guys. Banyana. Ooh, of all the money that ever I had, I spent it in good company. And of all the harm that ever I done, alas, it was to none but me. But all I've done for once of wit to memory now I can't recall. So fill to me the parting glass 
Good night and joy be with you all. Oh, of all the friends that ever I had, they are sorry at my going away. And of all the sweethearts that ever I had, they would wish me one more day to stay. But since it falls, Unto my lot that I should rise and you should not. Oh, I gently rise and I softly call. Good night and joy be with you all. Oh, if I had money enough to spend. And leisure time to sit a while. There is a fair maid in this town who surely has my heart beguiled. Her rosy cheeks and ruby lips, my own she has, my heart enthralled. So fill to me. The parting glass. Good night and joy be with you all. So fill to me the parting glass. Good night and joy be with you all.